This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Doug Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you for the last time at 7.30 at the UCB Theater in Hollywood. Starting January 8th, the weekly show will be at 7 and uh, it will still be free. And folks with tickets to Put Your Hands Together, the new stand-up comedy show that's going to follow this show every week with a lot of the same great acts that you're used to seeing on Comedy Bang Bang, formerly Comedy Death Ray, formerly not a thing. <laughs> now also not a thing. It's still a thing. It's a podcast. 
Uh, anyway, you can stay in your sweet, sweet seats if you uh, come to see the Douglas movies before. Put your hands together. Uh, it's December 11th, Two Oceans 12, since last I spoke and you listened. Uh, I went through a motion picture gauntlet in Austin, Texas, doing a Benson movie interruption and two Master Pancake shows at the Alamo Drafthouse Ritz, and then attending Harry Knowles' But Numathon, a 24-hour marathon of 11 feature films, some old, some premieres, plus old and new trailers and drop-ins by filmmakers involved to do uh, Q&A sessions. For, for 24, it turned out to be 26 straight hours. And uh, I could not have been happier about it. <laughs> I went into it thinking, oh, fuck, how am I going to stay awake through 11 movies back to back? But it turns out there's a 10-minute break in between each one. And there's a beautiful outdoors <laughs> waiting for me to go out and do my thing. And as long as I masturbated in between every movie... No, I got through it, and uh, I only, you know, I did this thing a few times where your head starts to bob, but uh, I stuck with it through, through every goddamn movie, <laughs> and uh, it's a fantastic event that I will attend every year f from now on that I am allowed, and one of the films was the uh, 48 frames per second 3D version of The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey, and uh, I liked the movie, especially the Gollum part and the uh, action sequences are the best parts. Uh, and this is one of the few times that the 3D didn't give me a headache. But at the same time, the 48 frames thing, if you guys heard about this, like 5% of the theater showing this movie, it's going to be 48 frames per second instead of 20, the regular 24. And the idea is it makes it all look even more real and sharp and crisp. But to me, it made it look like I was watching like a HD special about people who dress up like Lord of the Rings characters. <laughs> And then, and then walk around on the side of a mountain. It looks, it just looks like TV. It's weird, and it takes, totally takes me out of the Middle Earth thing. But, uh, but like the scenes that are like more at night and have more action uh, work better in, in that format. But it's still, it's, uh, it's interesting. And, uh, and uh, Peter Jackson is a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> Two hours and 46 minutes long, and it's the first of three parts. <laughs> and it's, it's one book. Like, I think the Harry Potter and Twilight movies have really fucking cracked open this why tell a, uh, the story of a book in one movie? Why not break it up into three or four parts? Just one book. Um, now it's time for Tweet Relief, tweets about movies. At Harry Says Shtick tweeted, a more appropriate title for Skyfall would have been No Country for Old M. <laughs> This has been Tweet Relief. <laughs> Tweets about movies. Yeah, give it up for Harry Says Shtick. Follow that a-hole. Hey, weed got legal in Washington State as a few days ago, so I am bringing Douglas Movies to Parlor Live in Bellevue, Washington on Saturday, January 12th at 420. It was the earliest, soonest booking I could get. <laughs> now it's time for Not For Metaphobes. I saw the premiere of The Impossible last night. Uh, pretty intense movie in general, some pretty gnarly shit in there. But there's a hospital scene with some of the most disgusting on-screen vomiting I have ever seen. <laughs> so gross. This has been not for a metaphobes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should give more of a warning. A hospital scene, that's a pretty good warning. Um, I don't want to say too much more because it gives it away. 
Um, prize bag. Let's look in the prize bag. Uh, a lot of great stuff. Uh, one of the people here tonight is uh, featured in the film I Love You, Man. So uh, there's a DVD or a Blu-ray of that. And then uh, my uh, Doug Digsit is a copy of Marley and Me. <laughs> Watch fucking Marley and Me and don't tell me you didn't cry at the end and then I will, then I will kick you in the balls. And I'll, I'll teach you how to cry. <laughs> Such an angry attitude about Marley and me. Uh, a, a CD by a person that's gonna be out here in a second. A book I know nothing about called Ready Player One. It was in my Buttonumathon swag bag. They even give you swag, and people can bring pillows and just crash out during the black and white movie at five in the morning. And uh, oh, I loved it. This is another thing from the Buttonumathon. Swag bag, my CD. Oh, I love this. This is from Buttonumathon also. It's a Christmas card where it's salacious crumb in an ugly Christmas sweater holding a candy cane and sitting next to Slave Leia. <laughs> that's a pretty nice Christmas card. If I had anybody that I would send a Christmas card to, that's what I would have done with it. And a Douglas Movies t-shirt. Uh, I spilled the uh, news that this gentleman was going to be here, uh, if, uh, but some of you may still be surprised by it. But please give a big warm welcome to Rob Hubel, Anthony Jesselnik, and Mr. Leonard Malton. <laughs> Before, before we begin, Doug, I just want to thank Leonard for getting us super high backstage. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> He's such a, such a good guy. Fourth time on the show. But who's counting? Leonard Malton, everybody. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Can you believe it? You, you, you may not know that, that, that I'm here at a moment of high controversy in my career. I d I'm well aware of the controversy because we are now attached in the, in the world of the Twitterverse. Ah, and I have right. gotten a gazillion tweets. Mm -hmm. uh, many are quite angry in tone. That's right. That Mr. Leonard Malton, our beloved Leonard Malton, is the only reason that playing for keeps hasn't gotten an absolute zero <laughs> from Rotten the critics Tomatoes. on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. You are the holdout. Yeah. Yeah. Now... And no, your review is... could not be more disinterested in the film you saw. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, 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 I, I don't praise the film. I don't defend the film. I just call it as I see it. It's, it's, it's a, you know, kind of a mediocre romantic comedy drama with attractive people going about their business. Yeah, who's a, it going to hurt? predictable script. It's, it's, give, it a, give it an okay it's, review. Exactly. It's an inoffensive movie. the worst movie. movie. Exactly. Do you get to worst. see Gerard Butler's dick or balls? No. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't recall. Don't remember. Yeah. No. Could no, you not ask recall. the questions that I've prepared before oh, I before I have a chance to ask them? It's rude, but it's Rob Hubel. Everybody, Rob Hubel is here. So and, I, I don't. Th I don't think that that comes with the uh, the, the, the it's probably ticket the of admission. DVD. No, Maybe no, it's on the no. DVD. That's right. That's right. But but can you believe that it's over this movie that there is this. Uh, thunderstorm online and on the, in the Twitterverse. I mean, really, 
that's what we that's what we're talking about. That's but it's fun. Discourse. You you really you you know you stuck your neck out. I screwed them up. And you uh, <laughs> you, you did them a solid actually because that's the only way people are going to hear about this movie <laughs> is through this. I as soon as I saw the ad, I was like, finally a f- laugh fall down laughing comedy <laughs> starring Gerard Butler and Jessica Biel and Catherine Zeta Jones and Dennis Quaid. Yeah. What a laugh riot this is going to be. Four, you cannot find four funnier humans. Not to mention Uma Thurman. And Uma Thurman. Yeah. Well, I, maybe I left her out because she's awesome sometimes. Why don't, why, how come no one's mentioning soccer? Is it in the trailer? I haven't really paid attention to the trailer, but do they show soccer in it? Soccer figures prominently in the movie. It's, yeah. yeah. It's like dancing in Silver Linings Playbook. <laughs> the only reason soccer's in that movie is that like German people will go see that movie. <laughs> it worked for ladybugs. <laughs> so you're so wait, a, wait, 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 we just had what's happening? We just had a mention Don't of Don't TJ Miller me, show. Leonard. <laughs> Oh. Leonard. When I walked in tonight, I didn't think there would be a reference to ladybugs tonight. I was just kind of... Oh, a, yeah. yeah. No, well, it's, I'll it's throw nice. them all out there. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But uh, let's, let's introduce Anthony Jeselnik really quickly because he, of course, is a fan favorite. I just... Uh, My I pick to say, win the Leonard Maltin game tonight, by the way. I just, what? I just no say, offense. What? It's great. I've been on the show with Rob before. I've never been on the show with the great Leonard Maltin who I like to refer to as Lucky Roger Ebert. <laughs> you, really, you really dodged a bullet there. Several bullets. You have a special debuting on Comedy Central I've got on so much shit coming Sunday up. night called Caligula. Uh, that's the 13th of January. When is this what? airing? Yeah. 13th of January. I just saw a thing that made it seem like it was this Sunday. I don't so think you read the thing. We've got <laughs> 13th of something. Uh, January 13th. Look for that. And why is it called Caligula? Uh, because I, I named my album Shakespeare, and I want to do another like historic name. And I like that no one people don't really know who Caligula was, even though they should. Plus, it was a fucking the most famous porn movie of all time. So people should know. I have a joke in there about that mentions Caligula. Oh, I've cool. Got that. I've got, I'm going to be on Leno, January 10th. Are you, why aren't you writing this down? <laughs> and then they, they I just do work on my TV show, The Jesselnik Offensive, that'll be on February 19th, Tuesday. Sounds sweet. So replay this. Okay. <laughs> you know how podcasting works, right? Just <laughs> listen, <laughs> Listeners, make a note, listeners, to listen to this one once a month for the next couple of months. <laughs> And I'm, just be I'm grateful never, he did his plugs in the beginning instead of waiting until I have to do that because I'm end. never coming back here. <laughs> <laughs> now, Caligula, did you ever see the movie? Yeah, I mean, I, parts of it. Of course, Leonard has. <laughs> Leonard gave it uh, one and a half stars. And uh, you wrote a sentence I'd like to ask you about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wrote chutzpah and six minutes of not bad hardcore footage. <laughs> I don't even need to finish the sentence. Uh, <laughs> gave, uh, uh, made, made it, uh, earned this half a star. So yeah. half a star was devoted just to the yeah. 
chutzpah and the six minutes mm -hmm. of not bad hardcore <laughs> footage. So do you, do you have anything to say about that? No. <laughs> Nothing that won't get me in trouble. I, in, in, in one degree or another. I mean, as you know, I have a, a, a staff, a wonderful team of people who write this book with me, the movie guide every year. Uh, you're referring to the movie guide, of course. You're referring yes, to that, yes. that paperback book that makes and such a great stocking well. stuffer. Yes, yes. right. The that app is not as good a stocking stuffer as right. the book, no. for plus, sure. Plus, but, I think uh, he's referring to that email. Uh, oh, well, never mind. But uh, one of, one Anthony of my, puts his microphone down. One of, my, one, of my, one of my hearty contributors wrote that review. Oh, sure. So next time you're on, yeah. you know, find out which one it was. Mm -hmm. And talk to them about where they came up with the expression, not bad, hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> That's and they're like, deal. why every review in this book doesn't say, there was no hardcore in this movie. <laughs> so we're docking it half a star. That's for just that. a given. Just I wonder a given. if there was any not bad, hardcore in playing for keeps. <laughs> I would not, like to not in the that. Not in the theatrically released version. Right, again, on the yeah. DVD. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Leonard, what did you expect from what to expect when you're expecting? Oh, God. Like, do you go into a movie like that? I'm sorry like, I was in a shitty your head, movie. With your, head, <laughs> with your head down low? Do you, do you just walk in? I'm sure you were a highlight of that shitty movie. I never saw it, but uh, uh, they certainly sold it like it was Rob Hubel walking around with a baby, the movie. Yeah, they, it's they, how they, they sold they, it. They, they sneakily put us in the billboards for that. Like, mm -hmm. we didn't know that. And then I was like, oh, I'm not really in that movie. And then I was like on the billboard. So, yeah, I don't know why they did that. But you got a trip to Atlanta out of it, right? It was a, yeah, man, Atlanta's sweet. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. In August, outside Ooh, wow. with babies, oh, zombies, 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 zombies. It's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's a shitty movie. You don't need to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually well, not that shitty. You're, uh, no, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. You have been in worse movies. You. That's actually true. <laughs> but you've got a movie that's going to be playing in Sundance. Yeah. Called, Hell Baby. Called Hell Baby. Tom Lennon and Ben yes. Grant's movie. Yep. Yeah. Great. So that's Rob exciting. Green. Yeah, it's good. And, Keegan um, Michael Key. Yeah, well, you could go on and on. Yeah, I could name a lot of people. Kumail. How many names? Name do, how many people. names do you think you can get it in? <laughs> <laughs> it's already started. Uh, I can name that movie in five <laughs> names because I was in it. <laughs> Paul Shear. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's supposed to be really good. I haven't seen it. I got to see a screening of it, and I'm going to hold my opinion till later. You son of a... What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> means I didn't like it. If I liked it, I'd just say so. Hey, man. <laughs> you like no, The Hobbit, you like the Hobbit more than I did. Um, first of all, I don't know how you know that. <laughs> it must have been a bit of a snooze for you. It was it was a bit of a snooze. Yeah. Me. Yes. Because it's just endless. Yeah. It doesn't. It, 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 here, here's the Hobbit. It's the whole history of the Middle Earth. I know. Well, a after you get past the sort of the establishing the introductory section of the film, in the Shire when they all call on Bilbo Baggins in his, his little home, and uh, you meet these uh, dwarves who are indistinguishable from one another. It There's a fat me. one. There's one that looks like Bruce Valanche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they start on their quest, right, on this journey. So they go on this journey. Uh, Gandalf has sort of sent them on this journey and, and, and convinced Bilbo to go on this quest. 
and then they run into a, 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 a group of really ugly monsters, really ugly, and they have a big battle. Are, there, are the monsters real? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hyper real in 48 frames per second. Sure they are. And, yeah. and, and then they journey on, and they meet another group of hideously ugly monsters and oh. have another big battle. Oh, boy. Which is followed by a little more journey, and then another battle with another group of really ugly, hideous monsters. Man. The whole damn movie. Yeah, it's That's like you're relieved when they stop to solve some riddles. Yes. <laughs> That's and the part where you're like, oh, now I'm in. Does the I've guy... heard, I know what riddles are. <laughs> and does the, um, does the guy from the British office do that adorable thing where he looks into the camera and goes... <laughs> Yeah, that's the weird thing about this one is it's uh, it's told it's found footage style. That's right. <laughs> He's very likable. Martin yeah, Freeman yeah. is very likable, and it, that's good casting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, my problem is I don't like beards, so I have no interest. In oh that. well, this is the wrong movie for you. I just noticed you have a beard. Yes. Well, you did. Do you have the same reaction in person as you do in no. the movie theaters? No, in person, okay. love him. On screen, Ugh, make home me free. sick. Home makes free. Me sick. That was a narrow escape. Yeah, that was a narrow escape. Leonard, what's the most? What's the highest number of uh, films that you've seen in a twenty-four hour period? Uh, you, you beat me. You've With absolutely topped me. Yeah, seven is the most I've seen, uh, and uh, and those were old movies which were not two hours and forty-six minutes long. Uh, uh, but they push it, it was, though sometimes. Do you, well, s- you know that movie Nightmare Alley? Yeah. That movie could have ended five times. <laughs> it was like they, ne- they needed to keep going for Well, some but you, would, you wouldn't change the ultimate ending, though, of that movie, would you? No, no. It's a great ending. They could have gotten there quicker, though. Often true. It's quite, it is quite a shocking ending. Yes, it is. I was very pleased by it. I feel oh. like you guys are the only one that know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no one else yeah. here. It's true. Please we don't can't, spoil Nightmare Alley for we us. Can't say, everyone, we can't say for two reasons. Everyone, we don't want to spoil it for you because yes. you're never going to see it anyway. Everyone listening to this at work is like, fucking fast forward this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but we saw White Heat yeah. and... Uh, you know, everyone, I think everyone knows that at the end of White Heat, Jimmy Cagney is on top of that, uh, some sort of power plant or something, and he screams, uh, White I'm, I'm Heat. Oil, oil refinery. No, an oil refinery. And he goes, I'm on top of the world, ma! Right? Everybody knows that. This is like and listening to someone describe their vacation. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares what movies you saw. But I'm saying a specific thing about this movie that'll be fun when you hear all of it. So, I mean, uh, now did you just. So, see hang that? on, hang on, hang yeah. on. <laughs> I'm there. Come on, don't Pete Holmes me. No. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I'm on top of the world, man. And some guy shoots, and the whole oil tank explodes, and he just he bursts into flame. And it's hilarious. Because <laughs> it's just so weird. He's like, I'm on top of the world, man. And then he's done. And then they, they have to do this in old movies. Then they cut to a guy on the ground, one of the cops, looks at one of the other cops and goes, you know, that guy could have, that guy wanted the world. And in the end, he got it. <laughs> and then it says the end and has the dramatic music. So All right, you're right, it. Anthony. That was, a, <laughs> that was a horrible vacation. <laughs> That's the story that ends. So we left three days before Hurricane Sandy. <laughs> Why did you tell us that? I don't think that's a fair comparison. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now you say, are you, was Nightmare Alley part of the uh, the, the marathon that mm -hmm. you just went through? Yes, sir. I, is that really the setting in which you can judge what the movie's too long? When you're up for 26 hours watching movies? Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> they pulled a fast one a few years ago in the Buttonomathon. The last movie was Che, the uh, four and a half oh, hour. Oh, God, the, the, the Steven Soderbergh Che? Oh, my. Yes, they, that was the last movie after being up all night. They had to watch oh, a four my. and a half hour movie about, uh, with what's his name. And um, so that was kind of a bummer for them. But for me, it worked out, uh, worked out pretty nicely. Like the, I was the most tired when Rollerball came on, mm -hmm. and the original settled down, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I got through that okay because I, you know, I'd seen it already. I was already familiar with it, and then uh, and then the, the the next few movies were like, uh, you know, these just these great things we got to see. So it was it was sweet. <laughs> right, <Okay>. Anthony? <laughs> I feel like that story took you're twenty six hours. You're hanging on every word. <laughs> But it was 48 frames per second, so it must, that must have been fascinating to you. I don't know what to recommend how, to, how, how people should see this Hobbit, like 2D, 3D, IMAX. I don't think you can see it in 2D. I, I think 3D is kind of an imperative, whether you see it in IMAX or, or 24 frames or 48 frames. Those are the three choices. But I believe they're all in 3D. But I didn't mind the 3D. That hyper-reality, uh, I don't know, like you, it was like watching like the, the, the Super Bowl on a high-def TV set or something. Yeah, it's weird Except, looking. Yeah, odd. I'm going to go with the fourth choice and say cable. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. Where, where you can take the nap you'll be wanting to take in the theater. But I got bored twice as fast at 48 frames per second, so that, that may have, you know... Oh, Leonard. <laughs> How do you do it? Every time. Let's just pick a review at random and read it out loud. <laughs> you, can, you can say whether or not you wrote it. What does he say about Debbie Does Dallas? I don't think that's in here, I don't Anthony. Think it didn't make the cut. No, just yeah, it didn't have enough not bad hardcore in it. <laughs> that is some not bad hardcore. If you wrote a book where you just reviewed porno movies throughout history, it would be the highest selling book. Well, this is why I don't have a commercial orientation. See, this is what about a book where you just review other people's reviews? Ah, well that's, well, that's called the internet. <laughs> Let's see what you wrote Shit about on. Nomeo and Juliet. Uh, Nomeo and Juliet. <laughs> Cute, sometimes clever, film for kids. Looks good, but never develops its story and characters as fully as one might like. <laughs> you just sit there going, I might like this to be better. Yeah, pretty much. Songs, both old and new, by executive producer Elton John and Bernie Taupin. So that's a two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. Like, giving out the stars is, seems like that would be difficult. It is hard, because it's, just, it's so arbitrary. S same as uh, Fresh or Rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Some most movies are somewhere in the middle. The majority of movies that I see are not great and not terrible. They're somewhere in that mid-range. They're called playing for keeps. And, uh, that's right. <laughs> and, and there's a lot of those kind of movies. And some of them edge a little bit more toward good, and some edge a little more toward bad. But they're not extreme. Every producer I've ever worked for in television, every editor I've ever worked for says, people want you, they, they want to know what you really feel. 
And I said, well, that's what I really feel. No, you got to feel it more. <laughs> they, they, they want you to hate it. They want you to love it. That's what they think people respond to. But I, I think being honest is a better way to go. You know what's interesting, Doug, is that there are two other people on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's your approach to reviewing films? <laughs> Does anyone reindeer for games? <laughs> it's the holidays. Oh, that's a thing? So I say it that, say it that weird way. Uh, let's play the, uh, the game we all know and love. Because he's here. What's it called? Build a type. No, no. <laughs> uh, let's, let's just play the Leonard Moulton game. All right. Yeah, let's do it. So... Each, I ask each of my guests at this point in the show to go uh, pick a uh, player that they would like to play for from the what? audience and bring the uh, name tag back to your seat. Rob is always really good at this. Not, not very good. <laughs> People don't like it when I play for them because they don't want to fucking lose. Oh, Jude loves movies and a big thing of cookies or something. A frisbee over there if you're into that sort of thing. Oh, two down, one to go. Come on, Rob. That lady's coat. <laughs> I like that shirt. Is that a shirt that says Bat Sam on it? A, a, a jacket? All right. Oh, look at that. A goblet. Wow. Joshua's goblet. Okay, so Rob is playing for Joshua, who scribbled his name on a. Uh, Souvenir from uh, medi anything medieval gross, times. Has anything gross ever been in this goblet? No. Why was there a weird pause? <laughs> Maybe. Who are you playing for, Anthony? I am playing for Emily, who gave me... It's a, a teddy bear from Ikea that says... Uh, it's got a thing on it. It says, buy a soft toy, help educate a kid. Uh, I imagine if you have kids, they're dumb as shit. <laughs> Okay, so Emily. Thank Emily. you, thank Emily, you, Emily. Yes. What? Emily. Emily, yes, Emily. And uh, Leonard, please be nicer to the uh, <laughs> to who you're playing for. Well, I, I can only be nice to someone named Zed because they they've done their post-it uh, note on a poster for La Grande Illusion, the great uh, Jean Renoir film. So, classic movie like that that caught my you eye. You knew Leonard was going to be here, right, Zed? <laughs> That That's was over there. pretty sneaky of you. <laughs> over there. Nice work, Zed. Because none of my, no other guests I've had in the history of the show would, <laughs> would care about that movie and pick that name tonight. <laughs> he really nailed it. So good luck. Anybody can win. Like I said earlier, Anthony's my pick. There's no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> I buried you, you the last me. time we played you, together. You got so lucky. I buried you. So lucky. You got two things and zero clues. You got unlucky by being on the show with me. <laughs> Not this time, man. I have Joshua's fart cup right here. <laughs> All right. I don't, really, I don't really go in for that sort of... All right. We'll let uh, Leonard pick the first category. Um, would you like at mayor of fart town suggested... <laughs> suggested Alex Crossdresser. And that's uh, Medea, Medea films. The Medea movies. And what other categories do we have? We've also got... Uh, Racist. Kate, Kate Whitcomb. 
Kate Whitco suggested Love Actually, which is movies where the actors in the film are married in real life. Or at Tim Vargulish suggested No Time for Love, Dr. Jones. And that's uh, movies where Harrison Ford does not have sex. I think I'll go for the second choice, the married uh, Okay, married, married in real life. Yep. All right, so this has got a couple in it that's married in real life. And uh, we'll start with you, and then we'll go to uh, Anthony over Wait, there. Wait, I'm sorry, just to clarify, they're still married, or they were married at the time of the movie? At the time of the movie, okay. uh, uh, you know, in a game devised by someone who's probably high. <laughs> <laughs> so keep that in mind. <laughs> All right, so we'll go to you second, Anthony, and then we'll go to, uh, uh, how many times have you been on the show, Rob? My name's Rob Hubel. <laughs> no, but how many times have you been on? I don't know, like uh, 20, I was going to throw in, like, times. 27-time loser. <laughs> I check, the, check the record, man. I think I've won. 1966 is the year of this film mm -hmm. in which uh, two of the people in it are actually married, and... Uh, Mr. Malton gave that movie three and a half stars. And uh, Leonard, you said about it that it is, uh, that it broke Hollywood taboos. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you also said, <laughs> you also said that it was a first time, first time director. First time director. And you listed four names. Mm -hmm. How many names do you think you could? Tell us the name of this movie. Well, this is, this is just a present. This is a nice Hanukkah present for me. Uh, you you picked the category. I actually, I all religious. I, I, can do this, I can do this in zero names. Zero names. I've got to say, it's, like, it's almost like you're asking a senile man questions about his own family. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got to compete with you. Almost. We, um, almost. Almost, yeah. Right. Yeah, this right. isn't about his family. Yeah. <laughs> but he wrote the fucking... How do we go? How do we no, go negative? I'm really, I negative. Really don't he can know this go. Stuff. That's why I went for Mary. Anthony couples. can go. I would negative. believe you if you didn't just say zero names. Do you think you have? Do you think you have an idea what it is, Anthony? I have no idea. Okay, so you just have to say name and we'll, we'll move yeah, on. Yeah, name that movie, please. What's it called, Leonard? Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> because it's it's Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton, and the first time director was Mike Nichols. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, and it crossed my mind when I was putting this in here that, oh, it would be fun if Leonard happened to get this one because, you know, this is It may be the last one. That, yeah. that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> um, who, who sat that one out? Rob. Me. You get to pick. You get to pick totally the next screwed. category. You get to go first, buddy. All right. All right. Uh, and Movies then, with um, Lindsay Lohan playing Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ready. <laughs> uh, you get to pick a category, and then uh, and then we go to uh, Anthony to turn the direction around. Would you like in theaters now? That's movies that are in theaters now. <laughs> Might also be somewhat of a gimme for for Leonard since he wrote the uh, review a day or two ago. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Here's one for you. Doug loves Goonies. That's movies that feature cast members from the movie Goonies. All right. Comma the. Or 
at Wiggly Wigs suggested Molar Express. That's movies that have dentists in them. That one. You like the dentist one? <laughs> All right, there's a dentist in this movie from 2008. Uh, Leonard and his peeps give it three stars. He says uh, the main character is acerbic, and he also says that uh, the movie is funny and heartfelt. And uh, he lists nine names. Do you remember if you wrote that? How many? (laughs) You can't ask questions. What do you mean? That's also a question. (laughs) Can you read again what you read? I will read it all again for you. Three stars. Because I saw this movie. Three stars from Leonard. Dentists is the category. 2008. An acerbic character. Movies funny and heartfelt. Nine names. How many? Really, Leonard, it was really funny. <laughs> you really thought it was funny? And I say this felt? from time to time, whether or not I agree. I agree with Leonard on this one. Um, I can name this movie in five names. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it fun, Anthony. man. What's up, Holmes? How does that, <laughs> how does that make it fun? This guy. Why, don't you, uh, why don't you do me a solid name that movie? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, here's your five names. Come on, fart chalice. <laughs> Brian Darcy James, that's three. Wait, what order are you going in? <laughs> this is like a, the background waiter's names. We, yes, we go from the bottom as we do in all 27 times you've been on the show. <laughs> Brian Darcy James. Yeah. Alan Ruck. Asif Manvi. Asif Manvi from Asif, The Daily Asif, Show? Yeah, that guy. Right. Dana Ivey and Kristen Wiig. Are your five names? Everybody here knows it. Good luck. Where's you your, have five seconds. Three, <laughs> two, one. Wait a second. Five. How much time do I have? Four. You have five seconds. <laughs> Give me the names again. Asaf. Pronounce Asaf's name right, first of all. Okay, Asaf. That would, that would make it clearer for me. Okay. Alan Ruck. Alan Ruck. Brian Darcy James, Dana Ivey, Kristen Wiig. Four names remaining okay. in this movie that okay, has I'm a ready. dentist I'm in ready. it. Say it. The dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Point goes to Anthony. The film is called Ghost Town with Ricky Gervais. Ghost Town. Oh, no one saw he that movie. He was a dentist, and it was funny, and it was heartfelt. Is this a movie when he's walking around, and he's saying stuff? <laughs> yeah. That's the one. Greg Kinnear is a ghost. Yeah. And he needs Ricky Gervais, the dentist, to help him. Yeah, well, and it's, it's really good. It's a funny movie. Yeah, I liked it. Um, <laughs> we'll start with you again, Leonard. I can't believe I blew that. <laughs> Sorry, Joshua. Wait, how come I don't get to start? By the way, Joshua... Has, you just got the point. Joshua has brain cancer, okay? That's who I'm playing for. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should give him his helmet back. <laughs> This helmet protects his brain <laughs> from the cancer cells. It's not working. <laughs> All right, so what's okay, the score? So Leonard gets to pick a category. The score is one for Leonard and one for Anthony. You've How gotta, many for you've me? You've got to catch up, Rob. <laughs> You're still at zero. But you have a chance here because uh, Leonard's going to start and then it's going to come to you. And uh, Leonard gets to pick between at F plus suggested human santipede. 
And that's <laughs> movies with multiple Santas. With multiple Santas? Multiple Santas in them. Okay. Yeah, for some reason or another. Uh, Play Misty for Me is movies that they played on Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mm-hmm. Or in theaters, Hey Now, <laughs> the films of Jeffrey Tambor or Gary Shandling. Those are wow. all good. Golf wow. applause Fuck for that one. You. <laughs> hey, man. I like those guys. <laughs> Which wow. one of those do you like, Leonard? None. But let's say... <laughs> um, let's say you had to pick one. If I had to pick... Well, well let's try multiple Santas. We'll do something seasonal. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, the year is 1983. Uh, two and a half stars from you. Uh, you said that this movie has a fine cast, and then you also says that. Uh, you also says yes. You says uh, that the uh, lead performer in this movie it's that person's second film, and there are thirteen names listed. How many names do you think you can get it in? I wasn't even born in 1983. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's on the I'll say ten, 10 names. It's a good, strong opening bid. <laughs> Rob is making a face. This is to me? Now it's to you, yes, sir. Why not an idiot head over here? <laughs> <laughs> it, wait, now if I <laughs> say nine names, does he get to go name that movie again? And force me into it? Or is it just between me and him? Pretend Anthony isn't here. Okay, good. No, it's going to go to Anthony next. Yeah, that's Damn how it. it works. All right. Same as it ever was. I know he's going to make me. Look at him. He's like the devil. I can't. Staring I at I cannot me. wait. What did you say? Ten names? Ten. All it's right. 13. Make, just make up a number. <laughs> doesn't matter. I can name it in five names. <laughs> I know this one. <laughs> I totally know it. 83, I was sitting there in the theater watching it. Super psyched at all the Santas. <laughs> Can't wait. I knew it would pay off someday. I'm starting to wonder if I'm right about the Santas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, that's good enough for me. There's, <laughs> there's at least one. How many stars did you get again? I'm, oh, good question. Two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Why is that a good question? <laughs> I, for a second, I thought I knew it. And I was gonna guess it on zero names just to fucking strut. You know do I mean? it. Please do that. And plus, Go. it would tie the game up so we could keep playing. We've got, we've got time. Go for but, it. What? If you but, get it right, that doesn't tie the game up. You win. Let no, him but think if that. I get it wrong, it ties the game up. Oh, sure. But now it's two and a half stars. I don't think I'm right. Come on, man. And it's just a chance. I don't get a lot of chances to embarrass Rob like no, this. No, you know it. You know this. You know this movie. You have seen this. It's a Christmas classic. I do like the three-way tie thing. We've got four minutes left. We've got time for another round. Dude, it's okay. a Christmas... I think four minutes is just enough time for me to say Rob Hubel. <laughs> Name that movie. Damn it. <laughs> All right, Josh. We do, we do know he's going to think about it for a few minutes. All right. All right. 
Well, how many names did I say? <laughs> Five names. Five. All right, give, give them to me. Okay. <laughs> you have a chance. Dude, I know this. <laughs> Bill Cobbs. Huh, I thought you were going to say Cobbsby. Santa <laughs> Claus! <laughs> <laughs> What's Bill Cosby's best movie, do you think, Leonard? Uh, oh, probably you have to Uptown go way Saturday back, Night. right? Oh, yeah. Uptown Saturday Night. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. He, I would have. He made some clunkers in his it. later. I would have loved it if you had said Leonard Part Six or, or Ghost Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tom Davis, Al Franken, Alfred Drake, and James Belushi. Fuck. Are the, are the five names at the uh, on the bottom of thirteen names in this movie? that might have multiple Santas. Can you say the names again, please? Two and a half stars. Bill Cobbs. Cobbs B. <laughs> Franken yeah. and Davis. Franken and Davis? <laughs> they're a team? But they're billed as one? I'm, I'm just saying that's who they are. Yeah. Uh, Alfred Drake and James Belushi. I call him Jim. <laughs> Jimmy B. What Christmas movie did James Belushi do? I'm so glad I don't have brain cancer. <laughs> In 83, do you know the name of Shithead? That'll be fun for I'm you. I'm not talking. Oh, I think I might know too. No. N- n- you're, not, you're so, both of you are <laughs> such dicks. <laughs> Scrooged? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's not a terrible guess. That probably has more than one Santa in That's it. That's what I would have guessed. Yeah, yeah. It's got so many fucking no, Santas. No, tell me if I'm wrong, but, but Trading Places had a bunch of Santas in it, right? Uh, Just one? Just Dan Aykroyd dressed as one? Didn't he have to get the suit from somebody? An actual Santa? On the train, there might have been more. On the train, there might have been. <laughs> well, you know, you know up right before they throw Mama. <laughs> Anyway, I apologize if that was a mislead. Why is everybody uh, making uh, fun uh, of my voice? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd that guy get in a microphone? <laughs> um, but yeah, of course, uh, Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy and Trading Places. Wait, Leonard, would you have gotten that? Was that no. the answer, no. Trading Places? <laughs> no, I just had that whole conversation. Well, <laughs> because it's Scrooge! We've got it. Well, you did that about fucking white heat for time. 40 minutes. I'm on top of the world, Ma. <laughs> oh, that guy! Well, that guy wanted the world. Can we just take a moment? And he got I, it. I won the game. No. Can we take a moment to, to admit that I just walked into Leonard Maltin's house <laughs> and fucked everything? He's he got owns. family. Oh, <laughs> everything he his fa- owns. His family. I put my dick in it. His daughter, One of his family. They're his here. Daughter's here. They're looking at me. This is upsetting. Oh my God. I said, who would you like me to have on the show with you, Leonard? And he's like, I trust your judgment. <laughs> said, get the guy from what to expect when you're expecting. <laughs> and well, you guys were having a nice conversation backstage about the descendants. You were both being yeah, very yeah, sincere yeah, with yeah. one another. About that's before the, the competition began. That's right. Yeah, right. That's, that's when things got heated. Well, Leonard, you gave it a great sh- You know, you got a point. You know, that's better it's than start. one of the other players. 
<laughs> I got distracted, and, man. Uh, <laughs> and um, so who you were playing for, uh, Joshua? The guy with brain cancer. Joshua. <laughs> Joshua, can you come up here and, uh, as, as your dying wish... Tell uh, us about your cancer. <laughs> you, I will call anyone you want a shithead, but Joshua, come up here and write down uh, who you want me to call a shithead on this paper, please. You don't really have brain cancer, do you, buddy? <laughs> That's good. See, now you're immune from brain cancer because we joked about it. And the universe would never give it to you. Sorry, man. Oh, you shook hands with everybody? Was... No, I don't think so. <laughs> Just rude. There's no reason to deny that, but both of my hands were full. Very rude. And I've got a show to wrap up. We're a minute over. Apologies to whatever's going next. <laughs> it's, a but, uh, it's a benefit for Josh's brain cancer. Here's your uh, prizes, Emily. And oh, don't forget Leonard Maltin's 2000 Two Oceans 13 movie guide. There you go. Congratulations. Um, anything else to plug besides the book and the app? And we're an ebook now. We're available for Kindle or for a Nook. First time ever. And uh, it's working out pretty well. So the book is out there in many forms. And the iPhone app is still there. And the classic movie guide is <gasps> also available for oh, people who are addicted may to... I? Yes, hold you that may. one up. That's oh. a whole separate book. Yeah, let's hold that one up. Why am I holding it up? For people who are watching the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they, can't, and, they can't see that and, I have and a because, book in my because I am the, Because I am the editor of a classic movie guide, I, I take the, the, the moment to say what he says is, made it ma, top of the world. Oh, Lord. Zing. Zing. You stay down, Benson. Just, no, no, just got to... <laughs> famous quote, got to get it right. Oh, my God. I'm going to... Next time you're on, Rob, I'll make it a little easier for you, and we'll use the classic... Please. Because I, I, think, you'll, I think you'll fare better. Oh, that's going to be great. I'm just going to whip this out from time to time and make people play it. It'll be awesome. Thank you for bringing that. And uh, Rob, what, what do you got coming up? Children's Hospital, more yeah, of that? Yeah, we just started shooting that. Yep, season five. Thank you. Yep. And then I'll plug Anthony's uh, specials or whatever he plugged. <laughs> yeah, plug everything until April. All right, I'll do that. Do it. And I'll plug, uh, I'll plug Leonard's weed because it got me fucked up. <laughs> Always with the excuses you are. And uh, yeah, Anthony, you got all your plugs in earlier. You I just want to plug this episode. Listen to it again because I just fucking <laughs> rocked it. <laughs> you really stepped up, as as expected, and um, as always. Can the three of us take our shirts off? <laughs> just for the people watching just for the, the photo? podcast. For the people watching the podcast. No, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Please, one more time for Anthony Jasseldick and Rob Hubel, Mr. Leonard Malton. I'm going to get a picture of you guys right after I say, as always, Rod Serling is a shithead, <laughs> and Los Angeles Public Transit is a shithead. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves movies.